you're always doing the best you can with what you've got. And we know that is a fact because if you could do better, then you would have. (laughs) It's that simple. So choose and then choose and then choose again. I so hope that this episode has given you plenty of food for thought around if you have got that question, how can I stop my negative thinking or how can I think more positively? I hope that today has given you so much more to consider than just pushing negativity away than just thinking that positive thinking will just magically (laughs) change your life. Because it probably won't. But doing this kind of work, it really will. Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation with me, your host, Nikki Cross. I'm the founder of Thrive Life and Business, and as well as being a qualified coach, I'm also bringing you my insights into over 15 years of developing people. These days, you'll find me working with my clients and members every day to help them lead in their life and in business. And if this sounds like something you want to do too, stay tuned or contact me for private coaching or for more detail on my group membership, Thrive Together. You'll find everything you need in the show notes. This podcast is dedicated to making sure you feel empowered and reassured that you are totally not alone. So let's dive in. Welcome to episode 45. This episode comes from when people in my membership, when my one-to-one clients say to me, Nick, how do I just be more positive or how can I just stop negative thinking? What I do promise you in this episode is I am going to cover five ways that you can feel more positive, you can feel more empowered and how you can be more intentional with your mindset so that if you are experiencing negative thinking or negative feeling, this episode will absolutely help you. So let me get stuck in because I've given myself an hour to prep for this podcast and record it. Um, So I've got a list of bullet points that I'm going to go off here. Five ways, five tips to help you feel more empowered and I need to record it and get it uploaded. So wish me luck, fingers crossed, let's dive in. So the first thing that I want you to be conscious about and considerate towards is understand that you are supposed to experience a range of emotions. We are humans living a human experience and working in our jobs and generally living our lives. Shit is going to happen. Adversity is going to strike. Things are gonna go down. Things aren't always gonna go your way. You're gonna get stuck in traffic. Manage your expectations. I used to be someone who expected that things would and should always be fucking rosy in the garden because I thought what I was watching on telly or on the fucking Instagram highlight reel was real life, right? So I was going on there or or not going, going on to my phone on social media or watching TV and then subconsciously, of course, comparing my life to it. And obviously we all know what we get to see on social media is the highlight reel. Look at your own Look at your own social media and you will notice that that is the highlight reel that you are choosing to show the world about your life. But what we fail to acknowledge consciously is that behind the camera of that television series or behind the camera of that social media account is shit and hormones and kids kicking off 
and bills that they didn't expect and cars breaking down, all of the normal life things that are happening to you is happening to everyone else too. So manage your expectations. You are supposed to have bumps in the road. That's how you become resilient and grow. You are supposed to face adversity. That's how you become better at finding solutions to problems. You are supposed to disagree with your significant partner or colleagues or people in business. That is how relationships are brought closer together. When we expect things never to go wrong, we're essentially telling ourselves, what I'm experiencing is bad. What I'm experiencing is wrong. It shouldn't be happening. And we do the worst thing possible, which is we fight with our own reality. The reason that this is so bad is because fighting with reality will use all of your time and all of your attention and all of your energy, and you get nowhere but feeling worse from it. So if I use the example of being stuck in traffic, you can be stuck in traffic and you can either sit there and accept your reality and start to become what we would call at cause instead of in effect, which I'm going to talk a little bit more about in a sec, or you can fight with your reality and be in effect. So let's get this straight. You're in traffic and you're fighting with reality, which sounds like this is a fucking nightmare. I'm going to be late. I'm so stressed. In that moment, you are fighting with your reality and you are therefore in effect. Meaning the situation outside of yourself is determining your inner world as opposed to being at cause. Being at cause would be like, okay, look, I'm stuck in traffic. I accept that I'm stuck in traffic. If I fight this reality, I am only gonna be adding to an already stressful situation. So we're not denying that reality is happening, right? You're stuck in traffic, you're stuck in traffic. It is what it is. Being at peace with that, and so it is, right? I'm stuck in traffic, and so it is. So what can I do in this moment to make the best of this situation? Can I put a podcast on? Can I put some music on? Can I contact the people that I'm afraid of letting down and say, there is nothing I can do about this situation. I am so sorry. I am going to be late. Please accept my apologies and please accept my gratitude for waiting for me or covering for me or whatever it is. And then make peace with it so that you can experience that moment at cause. Do you see, you can't control the things that are happening in your life and business, but you can control your reactions. If it was a movie, it would be like you get to choose how you, the main character's storyline goes. So if your life was a big movie and you're the main character in that movie, this concept is similar to you determining how the storyline for you, the character goes. So as the script writer for this story, you can't determine the other storylines of this movie. You can't determine what's gonna happen outside of this character's world. But what you do get to determine is how the character handles that and the storyline of the character. Will you be the victim? Will you allow the external events in your life to shape your identity into a victim? Or will you allow those external events to shape your character into someone who is even more empowered? That is your choice. This is not about self-denial. This is not about ignoring any negativity or pushing away anything that is not positive. But best believe anyone that you admire, they have their own shadow work to work through. This isn't about not working through that. This is about choosing where your focus, attention and energy goes. Let me tell you a quote that has always stuck with me on this one and it is, 
Mother Teresa said, I will never attend an anti-war rally. If you have a peace rally, invite me. Let me say it again. I will never attend an anti-war rally. If you have a peace rally, invite me. What I love about that quote, it resonates with me so much because she knew. She knew that fighting the thing that you want to get rid of is only fueling it by giving it more attention. I fucking love that concept. I love how applicable it is to our inner world. It allows me to feel my feelings and choose again. I think it's Gabby Bernstein says that, choose again. It allows me to honour where I'm at and empower myself to choose a more empowering thought or choose a more empowering story or question, which leads me on to point two, tip two, whatever you want to call them. Number two. <laughs> Number two is connect to yourself. How the hell can you expect to do everything that I've talked about in number one, which is understand that you are exposed to feel a range of emotions. How can you do that if you are disconnected from yourself? How the hell can you expect to connect to yourself if you don't practice that? A lot of self-development work is not easy, it's not fun, it's not sexy, and it's not glamorous. There are not quick wins. This is why there are people out in the world who'll pay fucking thousands for liposuction, but won't do the small things daily to probably achieve the same results. And no shade to liposuction, by the way, like all for it, all power to you, if that's what you wanna go ahead and do. Who knows, maybe one day I'll get it. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to do. What I am saying is, we will pay thousands for an immediate result when actually there's things that we could be doing that will help us achieve that result, but will take longer, more consistent, small actions daily that just aren't sexy. And my point here is, how can you expect to feel connected to yourself if you constantly numb out? If you don't actually listen to yourself, but instead you're distracting yourself all of the time, and connecting to yourself doesn't have to be this ritual that takes hours at five o'clock in the morning. It really, really, really doesn't. I was on a call with a client of mine yesterday who was explaining their work was making them feel depleted. And when we explored that together, it was very clear that the work had to be done, but it was draining them. And when we were having a conversation about this, I asked the question, do you know what gives you energy back? Do you know what fills you up? What Do you know what gives you energy? And at 39 years of age, they said to me, do you know that's a good question? I have never considered that. They had never considered what gave them energy. People bang on about fucking abundance and manifestation, but let me tell you this, you can be earning 120 grand a year just like my client and buy all the fancy things and go to all the retreats but if you do not know how to give yourself energy you will probably be in a constant state of feeling drained unfulfilled like there's just never enough there's never enough we have a module inside thrive together on exactly this it's about how you give yourself energy back what fills you back up and as the leader of Thrive Together, it's not my job to define what gives you energy. Only you can know that. My job is to help you find out. And so while I'm not going to cover in this episode how you do that, I implore you to go on a quest and connect with yourself in small and in big ways to start understanding how you can give yourself more of the good stuff, more time to listen to yourself, perhaps by journaling, more time to make a nourishing meal instead of eating shit. 
more time in the morning to get ready so that you're not rushing around and firing up your adrenals. More time to rest by going to bed 20 minutes earlier without your phone and with an inspiring book instead. More time not comparing by spending less time on your phone. Self-care, self-trust, self-empowerment, it is all built on a foundation of self-respect. So just start there. Start there with self-respect, connect to yourself instead of numbing out, instead of distraction, and see where that takes you. Which leads me nicely into my third point, which is ask more empowering questions. You are constantly thinking, and when you're thinking, you're giving whatever it is that you're thinking about, you're giving that thing your attention. So if you let your thoughts go along the lines of, I can't do this, it'll never happen for me, why does this shit always happen to me? Your thoughts will be focused on those points. Um, Ultimately, your thoughts are either keeping you small and contracted or empowered and expanded. Your thoughts, as we discussed earlier, are either coming from being at cause or in effect. And it's not your fault. Your brain's job is essentially to keep you alive. And by doing that, It will try to identify risk. It will try to identify negative things. It is our job to consciously ask better questions. My clients, when they get onto their one-to-one coaching calls, they sometimes are completely blown away by themselves, as in by the answers that they're giving me. And a lot of the time, it's not magic. It's not... It's not... um, this mysterious, how does she do it? It's just because a lot of the time I am asking them better questions than they are asking themselves when they are left to, when their brains are left to their own devices, right? So, so instead of allowing your brain to go on this spiral of negativity, I can't do this, this is shit, why does this always happen to me? Start to train yourself to become more aware of your thoughts, to become more conscious of what it is that you're saying to yourself and start wondering if you can ask yourself better questions. And I know for me, the only way I was able to do this was by creating a practice of writing my thoughts down. And actually I was quite mortified at the beginning of journaling and even sometimes today, especially when I'm hormonal, in like today's and not specifically today, but in today's world, like for me now, sometimes when I journal, it's brutal, it's savage, it's so negative and victimy and moany, but that's okay because in writing that down, it allows me to see the frame of mind that I'm in and it allows me to realize that if I continue allowing my thoughts to go along that trail, why has that happened? That is completely shit. I'm so gutted about that all of these things, if I allow that to continue, that is where my energy will stay stuck. So it allows me to see that I'm in this negativity spiral and ask myself a more empowering question. So I've written a shitload of them down for you and I'm just gonna speak them out loud now. Questions that you can ask yourself are, what can I make this mean? What do I need? What is the lesson in this? What is the gift in this? What needs doing now? What can I do now? How can I feel better? How can I? What's the best way to? All of these kinds of questions will present. It's not necessarily like writing those questions down. Sometimes I'll write them down and not know the answers to them. But just sit and look at the question. 
yes, I feel like shit in this moment. Yes, I'm hormonal. Or yes, this business thing has happened that I didn't want to happen or whatever the situation. How can I feel better in this moment? How can I make more empowered decisions in this moment? What's the best way to figure this problem out? Just shifting ever so slightly, shifting your attention to what is possible will help you to go up and up and up that vibrational frequency chart. That's it. Ask yourself better questions to get thoughts that serve you more effectively, that helps you to feel more empowered, and then you will be taking more empowered action. And sometimes people will say to me, I just haven't got time, Nick. You don't understand my life. I haven't got time to sit down and write my thoughts down. That'd be lovely. And I'm sure you have. You work from home and you get to choose your own hours and blah, 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 all of these excuses. But the thing is, while I'm sat there writing my thoughts down, while my clients are sat there writing their thoughts down, noticing what is disempowering and ask them, asking themselves more empowering questions, if they weren't doing that, if I wasn't doing that, the energy that it would be taking for me to stay in that disempowered space would actually take more of my time than if I sat and wrote my thoughts down for five minutes. I really don't think that there's an excuse for this. I think that sometimes people can be scared of what they'll see if they write their thoughts down. I think that is something that is real. And I often will get clients contact me and say, I'm really, I'm really sad or I'm really frustrated with myself that I'm thinking these thoughts. And I suppose I want to comment on that as well. Notice your judgment on how you feel. And notice that that is probably the reason that you're avoiding how you feel. And that's probably what is causing you to ask me questions like, how can I feel less negative? How can I be more positive? Is because instead of looking at the way that you're feeling about your current situation and doing the work to ask yourself a more empowering thought, you're trying to avoid it. You're trying to find a quick fix around it. And, and equally, you're judging yourself. So there's this shit cycle going on. You're interpreting a situation bad. You feel bad. And then you judge yourself for feeling bad. And then you feel worse. <laughs> Do you see? So it's like, notice that. Notice if your language is causing you to force yourself to push on or judge yourself. And instead, switch that. Try to switch that to nurturing yourself, being compassionate to yourself by holding yourself accountable in this moment and asking yourself a more empowering question like one of the ones that I mentioned before and also while we're here notice your beliefs and your identity so I've mentioned in the past in, in previous episodes you all know that one of the identities that I clung on to for so 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 long was I must work hard it's good to work hard it's good to put in effort and more effort and even more effort and I'm not saying that hard work isn't a valuable thing to do. And I'm not saying that putting in a shit ton of effort doesn't pay off. But what I am saying is when it's coming from an identity of I am bad if I don't try hard, I am bad if I don't work hard or I do not deserve a good outcome if I don't exhaust myself in the process, then that is an identity that needs to be addressed. So explore that. And when you ask yourself better questions, you start to experience that you can actually start shifting your identity. So instead of continuing an inherited belief, consciously switch it to how can the opposite be true for you? So for me, instead of thinking to myself, I must stay at my desk and figure this out and push, push, push. Instead, I ask myself, how can I make this easy? How can I make this fun? 
And usually I get to an outcome that serves me and my clients better, more effectively, and in a less stressful way than if I have pushed and forced. So to wrap this point up, this is not about ignoring the emotions that you need to feel. Feel them, explore them. But when you ask better questions, you start to experience things that have, they've been there, they've always been there, but you couldn't access them because your thoughts and questions weren't allowing you to see or experience them. So if I give you an example, when I was quitting my job, one of the things that I was absolutely shitting myself about is not having a regular salary coming in every single month. And I would obsess over that. I would absolutely, it would literally take so much of my time and energy, so much so that one of the things that I wasn't bringing into my consciousness was the possibility that maybe even more abundance was on the other side of this thought that I wasn't actually allowing myself to experience because I was so concentrating on the lack. I was so concentrated on what won't happen, what salary won't be coming into my bank account on a regular basis, that I actually couldn't see that there might be more out there for me. And I could actually serve people in a way that gave the impact that I wanted to have on the world and actually be paid more for it, more regularly than once a month. Does that make sense? Like I was completely cock blocking myself by focusing on what I didn't want and not allowing myself to see what I did want and therefore allowing myself to experience that in my real life. It takes for you to become conscious and intentional and to choose, because when you choose again, if you are asking yourself more empowering questions, you'll start to realize that you can start to see not only a different perspective, but you can also start to, like I said earlier, because your thoughts are determining your actions, you can actually start to experience different things in your real life, which is really powerful, really powerful. Okay, point four is watch what you consume and engage with. So I'm talking about social media, I'm talking about the news, I'm talking about the conversations that you're having with other people, I'm talking about the conversations you're having with yourself, judgment, lacking perspective. Just like if you eat shit food constantly, you can expect to feel shit. Same goes with what you consume and engage with. Now I'm not saying to be ignorant here, Get all the information that you need, that you feel like you need so that you can make informed and empowered choices in your life and business by all means. But for fuck's sake, waking up, opening your phone, looking at the news, looking at social media and then wondering why you feel low. Seriously? Do you know that there are literally industries that benefit from your fear, that benefit from you feeling vulnerable and threatened and disempowered? And I'm not just talking about the cosmetic industry and the pharmaceutical industry. I'm talking about parties that we should, in inverted commas, be able to trust. When you wake up, and that is the first thing that your consciousness is met with, is what news is happening today. And I will leave it in your capable hands to determine if the news is a positive thing for you to consume or a fear-inducing thing for you to consume. If logging onto social media and the accounts that you choose to follow are making you feel good and empowered or bad and in comparison. If the conversations that you are choosing to engage with, with your family, with your friends, are gossipy ones or judgmental ones, or if they are allowing yourselves and others to see a different perspective. 
And this can be quite the change because if you have relationships that are based on gossip, if you have general conversations with people who you actually know now that you're listening to this episode and reflecting, do typically focus on talking about others, then that is gonna be your common thread. That is gonna be the thing that you share in common. And so you might be listening to this podcast episode thinking, yep, that makes sense. Don't, you know, don't engage in conversations that are gossipy or judgmental or, you know, talking about people's flaws or anything that is, you know, bringing your consciousness and your vibration down in a way that isn't conducive to lifting yourself or anyone else up. That might make sense to you while you're listening to this, but what's hard about that is if you've got relationships, close relationships with family and friends and colleagues or people in business or whoever it is, that you are in the um, routine, you are in the habit of discussing things like that, it can be hard to break because, for, for a few reasons, firstly, because it's habit and that's what you both sort of unconsciously expect when you meet, but also because if one person, if one party in that relationship does start to change and does start to shift the conversation to things that you wouldn't normally talk about, you can feel a little bit threatened by that because you can think, oh, well, do I fit in anymore in this certain group that we normally gossip? And if we're not going to talk about that, what are we going to talk about? And there can be this subconscious fear of, will I fit in with that group or with that relationship anymore? So I think that this particular point is easier said than done, but still massively, massively worth considering and taking action on. And that leads me into my final point. My final point is I want you to remember that nothing about you, nothing about your character and nothing about your identity is set in stone. So the last point that I want to make here in this episode is that you can choose You may have switched this podcast on and it might have made you think about maybe a thought or a negative thought pattern that you had just this morning, earlier on today. That's fine. Choose again. I don't want you to listen to this episode and agree with what I'm saying and then cast judgment on yourself because maybe you see yourself in some of the points that I've made and think, oh shit, yeah, I do do those things. Me too. I'm the one recording this episode and some of the shit that I'm telling you about, I still do. That's fine. We just choose again. So, so often when my clients start to work with me, they will tell me about themselves as though their identity is set in stone. They can't quite believe me when I present their goals to them with zero doubt that this is where they're going to be in a matter of months. They can't believe that because up until this point, they've been thinking their identity is fixed. And if I am therefore not myself, that is bad. Like, who am I? So if we always think, you know, I'm a warrior or I've never been never been able to believe in myself or I overcomplicate things or I am clumsy, I am shy, I am sensitive, I am, I am, I am. On and on they go telling me all of the things that they are and at the same time reaffirming to themselves that that's what they are too. I want you to listen to this episode to know that whatever you think you are, that gets to change And you don't have to feel ashamed of that. It's this concept of, if you think you are, then you are. That's what I say. If you think you are, then you are. The story that you tell yourself about yourself in your mind is true. Have you ever stopped to consider the story you tell yourself about yourself? Have you ever stopped to consider that up until this point, you might have accepted those things as fact? 
Have you ever stopped to notice how you might have taken on an identity that someone else has given you and you've accepted that as truth and grown into that identity or carried that identity around for your whole life? Like that is who you are. You are the one that gets to decide who you are. You are the one that chooses daily, more than daily, every single moment. When I mentioned before some of the things that I'm telling you about in this episode, I still don't live all of this day in, day out, 100% of the time. I just know how to switch into that more empowering place quicker and quicker and quicker because I am practicing it. I want that for you. I want that for you. I want you to take note of this episode. Think back over the tips that I've mentioned today. One, understand that you are supposed to experience a range of emotions. Two, how can you connect to yourself rather than disconnect, numb out, distract? Three, how can you ask yourself more empowering questions? Four, be careful with what you consume and what you engage with. And five, remember that nothing is set in stone. Try not to spend time judging yourself for what you have or haven't done up until this point. You're always doing the best you can with what you've got. And we know that is a fact because if you could do better, then you would have. (laughs) It's that simple. So choose and then choose and then choose again. I so hope that this episode has given you plenty of food for thought around if you have got that question, how can I stop my negative thinking or how can I think more positively? I hope that today has given you so much more to consider than just pushing negativity away than just thinking that positive thinking will just magically (laughs) change your life because it probably won't. But doing this kind of work, I can promise you, it really will. So with that, I'm gonna wrap up the episode there. I have achieved my under an hour thing that I said at the beginning of the episode, high five to me. I am always cheering you on. Have an intentional day. Thank you for being here with me today all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you. Please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.